This is Forky. I'm trash. Okay, uh, Forky. Forky is actually right behind me right now, and I'm not cool with it. <laughs> I don't know how he got you, in right? here. He's just staring at you. <laughs> he's not saying anything. It's like he doesn't. He thinks that I don't know that he's alive, so he's just standing real still, like he's a toy. Uh, did you invite Forky to this? <laughs> did he, yeah, he was in our Google invite. Did you not? Have you checked oh. your G Suite account recently? It says Forky dot Forkerson. 92 at gmail.com why is his number on his email just 92 he was just born like last week wasn't he yeah but he was born at a certain age they don't start as babies but he literally says in the movie he's like i was i've known him my whole life two days or whatever two he days. says yeah. yeah but he, he he's not a baby like his age that he started and will remain at is 92 years old i guess no not no he was born in 92 so he's like 27 what? He was born in 92. Yeah, because his email address is forky.forkerson92 at gmail.com. I'm no, looking at it here on the Google no, Doc. he was not born in 92. That liar. He's probably just trying to score alcohol. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia. It's the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clinton Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French call laissez-compétent. Watch me do this cartwheel. I can't do it. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> hey, want to know a funny story? The last okay. time, the last time I tried to do a cartwheel, uh, I was in tenth grade. No, uh-huh. I was, yes, I was in tenth grade. You would have been in eleventh. This was when we did that like night of one acts plays. Oh yeah, I was Dunham the butler. butler. Yeah, that nervous butler. And my old a... age makeup made me look like an actual zombie. It was terrifying. <laughs> Terrible old age makeup. It was like, why uh, did I even need to be old? I could have just been a young butler. Yeah, exactly. Our entire no... budget for that play was my face. Mm-hmm. But um, right before we did that play, um, I I went camping and I did a cartwheel in a field and I slipped and broke my rib, and so. <laughs> I have yet to do a cartwheel since. So <laughs> so people are like, how did you break your rib? And you're like, oh, I was camping. And <laughs> you're like, oh, cool. Did you like fall off a cliff or something? No, I was trying to do a cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was day one, and I did a cartwheel in a field. It was up at um, Fall Creek Falls, you know, mm. kind of in that big playground area. Yeah. And I... I did a cartwheel and slipped and fell and broke a rib. So I want to like paint the picture of how this happened. Where you, yeah. when you're doing the cartwheel, you hit the ground, or do you like lay there and everyone around you is like, "Uh oh, I think he's actually hurt." Or did you? No, like... it was just like laughter mostly. I don't, I, I don't know if you've ever broken a rib before. I have not. But there's, there's like really nothing you can do about it. Honestly, it just kind of hurts when you breathe. Uh, I say broke a rib. I, I cracked a rib, mm. but um, I just went to the doctor like the next day, and they just like wrapped a bandage around my torso, rib. around my <laughs> rib. They had to cut me open and wrap a bandage around my rib. I, I um, can't imagine wrapping a bandage around your torso did anything. <laughs> Is it, that I don't just think like it did to make you feel like they did something. Probably so. That's just so they can bill the insurance company something. Right. Well, you're going to have to pay a copay for that visit, so it's like they want you to walk away with something. 
Right. Uh, well, you know, what was funny is after they did put a rap on me, they tried to get me to join their pyramid scheme. So I don't know what that's about. She said it would make me lose all the water weight that I was carrying, but I don't know. It hasn't worked yet, and I'm still wearing it, you know, eight years later. All right. Well, um, that's so a great no, story. no cartwheels from this boy. No cartwheels. You are too old to do cartwheels. I am old. Um, You're such an old man. On top of being a dog father, which that's what I classify myself as, my my son Nacho is right beside me. He we had to delay the podcast like thirty minutes because he... our episode last time was technically like two and a half hours, but I had to trim down all the moments. Clint was like, "Wait, he pooped again." <laughs> Nacho, he's been he's like been really good about going to the bathroom outside, but. I guess I think he's had like stomach issues, and so he like diarrheaed on the floor right before we started, and so I had to clean that up. So that mm. was frustrating. Um, but you know, on top of um, feeling old from uh, you know cleaning up my dog's uh, poo poos on the floor, I also have to go to the chiropractor uh, this week. You're such I an old think, man. Yeah, well, I I think I'm having like muscle spasms in my back but i want to make sure that it's nothing actually to do with my spine uh you know i want to make sure that i don't have like a bulging disc or whatever but um yeah. the minute they touch you they're gonna be like um did you once do a cartwheel a few years ago <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah Sorry. i cracked it's a rib crazy. yeah i can tell you know, we can we can tell. I, have you ever been to the chiropractor before? I have not. I never will. <laughs> I am so nervous. Like I am incredibly nervous to go because they're, they're readjusting gonna pop your me. bones. They're gonna pop me so bad. It, they're looking at I, you I and they're like, "Your bones under your skin. They're not in the right place." Here, let me help with that. Why would you subject yourself to that? Because I want to make sure it's covered by my insurance. I don't have to pay a copay. So cool. But I just want to make sure that it's nothing actually to do with my spine before I go and see, like, a masseuse or something. Hmm. Well, if it's covered in your insurance, then it should be in mine, too, because we have the same insurance plan that is covered by this co- this podcast. Mm-hmm. So Obamacare. Yeah. But, um, yeah, going to the Official chiropractor. sponsor of the podcast, Obamacare. <laughs> you're going to go to the chiropractor, you're going to get all popped up and uh, snapped and snapped and whacked and i'm really nervous about that so um that'll be exciting that'll be exciting we'll get an update from you when you come back if i if i make it if you make it back this is almost as exciting as that time that you went into a cold room or something as a bit for this podcast yeah (laughs) i still want to do that with you i still like an early episode with you that was like episode two dude yeah and you were like I did something crazy, and I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. You're never going to guess. And, yeah, I never would have guessed that you went into a super cold room naked or whatever. I had underwear on with my wife. Uh, she wasn't your wife at the time, though. That's true. She was my fiance, but uh, we both went to the cold room together. That's precious. I want to know, will you go to the cold room with me the next I time will... in Chattanooga? The next time I'm in Chattanooga? No, because I actually... Well, no, Come I won't on. be in Chattanooga that soon. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not oh, gonna. Please. My visits to Chattanooga are very like I'm always like trying to figure out who I need to see when I'm there, and I'm not gonna schedule and, cold and I... room with Clint in my Google <laughs> Calendar. You you always like schedule around. You're like, all right, I need to be very tactile with my my visits, and I get that. 
Like very, you, you very live, tactile. Put my hands all over everything. All over your... No, not tactile. Tactile. <laughs> but... Um, I'm going to look yeah. up and see if that's a word. I know tactile is a word. Is that... Yeah, it's like to touch. Tactical is what I meant. Tactical. Okay. All right. I'm going to Chattanooga. I need to make sure I touch as much touch crap as everything. possible. But, this is going to be um, one tactile I, visit. I'm so embarrassed. I'm studying to take the GRE to get into grad school right now, and I don't know the difference between tactile and tactical, so I'm very uh, embarrassed right now. It's okay. You caught yourself. True. After I, after I roasted you. On <laughs> you an, ridiculed me. On a recording that's going to be heard by the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're very tactical in your uh, decision-making mm-hmm. on who you're going to see. And I have yet to make the short list. That's in any not true. But it has to be like we've something we've already talked about, like, oh, we want to do this specific Very thing. True. Then you'll make it onto my list. Usually I just chill with the fam. And I talk to you every other week in our podcasting house. So it's like, I, I got to say, when we started this podcast, that probably put you down a couple notches on the list of, of people that, you know, because I... I I'm sick of you, say, honestly. I will say, as far as like the people that I text the most, mm-hmm. I don't text often. Uh, I used to text a lot, but I really don't text often. It was Chandler, but now since we're married, we don't text much because we sit next to each other uh, and share the same bedroom. Um, <laughs> sit next to each other? We sit next to each other. Every um, night you got to go to your two <laughs> adjacent chairs and fall asleep next to each other, sitting mm-hmm. upright. That's what you have to do when you have a bad back like myself. Yeah. But um, but, but now uh, that she uh, you know, no longer texts me because we're in proximity, uh, I would say you are probably the person that I text the most. And even nice. then, we don't text that often. No. Uh, we, we do, but it's like, what do we even text about? I don't know. It's um, usually like sending me a voice stuff. message like I was crossing the street today and I uh and I saw this homeless guy and his legs flew off. <laughs> his legs flew off and I'd send you a text and I'm like, That's crazy, dude. We that's should talk crazy, about it dude. on the podcast and then we do that again yeah. two hours later. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much the uh, extent of our texting conversations. Pretty that, much that now that now classifies you as being old because you don't text that much, at least oh, to gosh. me. I text much so much. But do you? Yeah. So much. Well, I text a lot for my job, which I guess that counts. But yeah, but you're on the clock then. Like it's like more and more people just like texting is becoming a professional form of conversation. You know, like yes, email is, is on weird. its way out. <laughs> that that is weird. Like whenever I um, am interviewing applicants for uh, different positions at at work, mm-hmm. um, if I give them a if I send them a phone call and they happen to miss the call or they have a question. They'll text me, and honestly, I'm not too inclined to answer because I don't personally see that as very professional, but I do know that that's kind of the way conversation is heading. Hey, step into the 21st century, bud. I know. I just want to send them an email. I love it Like when I, if I'm trying to get in touch with someone for a work reason and they just text me. I'm like, yes, I don't have to talk so to you. Easy. You don't Great. have to hear my voice. Don't have to hear my voice. Um, but you do have to hear our voices for a while now talking about the fourth movie in the Toy Story franchise. They called this one Toy Story Fork. So, to- a Boy Story Fork. Bo- Boy Story Fork. That's right. Um, yes. We're talking about the fourth Boy Story movie today. Uh-huh. 
and we're skipping we're skipping the the one two and three boy stories and just going to the fourth that's just because it came out last or like three weeks ago from when this episode airs because um this episode is airing the day before explosion day mm-hmm. so wait um, what just wanna, <laughs> the day before explosion day explosion day I, dang it i zoned out for two seconds and i bet you're doing a really funny bit that i could have played along with mm-hmm. um, you want to try it one more again <laughs> This episode comes out the day before Explosion Day, 2019. Explosion Day. I'm familiar with this concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 uh, out of 10. We have Explosion Day, Egg Day, Pumpkin Day, and... Oh! July the 4th is Explosion Day. Yeah. Do you want to know what I thought the joke you were doing was? I do, because <laughs> I, I thought... Explosion Day was pretty obvious. It really not. should have been. It's on me for sure. I thought Explosion Day was like you were saying the world was going to end tomorrow or something. Mm-hmm. And really, that's yeah, as far I, as I, I got. Yeah. No, it's Explosion Day, the 4th of July. This comes out July 3rd. And so that okay. Thursday is July the 4th. That makes sense. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we, we, we are going to talk about Boy Story Fork. Um. We are going to talk about Boy Stories 1 through 3 later after we Correct. talk about some Lion movies that are coming out. Well, only one yes. Lion movie is coming out. Um, but but we're going to go ahead and start with the fork one. So it's a, there's a fork in this one. Uh, por- uh, put well, a fork in. Oh, I wonder if anyone has done this yet. Clint, what? put a fork in the Boy Story franchise because it's done. Or no no, no 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 put a put a forky in the put a forky in the Boy Story franchise because it's done. Hold on. <laughs> Somebody call Roger Ebert because that was art. That was a masterpiece. That was a masterpiece. I I do I do want to point out a flaw and let you know that he is a spork. Yeah, but his name is Forky. Fork. Yeah, that's true. But he's not a fork. He has a he has a spoon fork. One thing I liked about this movie is that they don't, um, they never like really make a joke where they're like, I'm actually, he's a spork. They do refer to him as a spork and call him Forky, but they just, they never really talk about that because, you know, Bonnie decided that he's a fork and, you know, yeah, and she's got a a a stupid child. She's pretty dumb, honestly. (laughs) Can we talk about how dumb this child is? A very dumb child. (laughs) Left her backpack at the fair and didn't even remember to get it. She's just like, okay. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about um, typically at this point, we would do our personal experiences with the past content. And yes. Since this boy story came out uh, this year. Uh, we're going to talk about our feelings that we experienced when it was first announced. Cool. 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 So cool. when you heard that there was going to be a boy story fork, what did you think? So, Boy Story Fork was announced in 2014. Um, that's that's where they. That's where Man, they, this is our best episode yet. We're full of them today, but yep. uh, I remember. I can remember exactly where I was when I heard it. Honestly, I really can't. doing a cartwheel in a field. A field, <laughs> and, and you I got so excited that you fell and broke your rib. Uh, no, I was at a stoplight um, in my car, and I heard them like some radio disc jockey. You know, <laughs> after he played like fart noises and fire engines and stuff like that. Um, they, yeah, stuff like that. Wee woo wee woo. 
But we were, we were. Uh, <laughs> that's as close as I can get. <laughs> yep, that's my fire engine, baby. But yeah. um, after after he uh, after they announced it, I I can remember just a general feeling of why. Mm-hmm. Like complete, almost in some sense, I did feel anger because I was like, "It is a money grab, a hundred percent," which it was. They admit to it, but um, it, it, what's the point it, of even saying something as a money grab? Everything's a money grab. Like, who cares? You know? Yeah, that's true. Art is dead, but um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Whenever they announced this, I, I was just like so disinterested and completely turned off by Pixar at that point. Uh, that didn't stop me from seeing other Pixar movies, such as The Frozen. But that's not uh, Pixar. Do you, was that a bit? Do you think that's? Oh. That's true. That's very true. That's <laughs> I'm so mad. Movie. I'm so mad. You're Disney not movie. worthy to be on I'm this sorry. podcast. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But, um, sorry, I overreacted. Uh, you did like pretty bad. <laughs> I uh, peaked. Did you? Did your mic peak? Yeah, out it that? absolutely did. I'm Pixar. But um. <laughs> But it's yeah, Disney no, I was... animations do that. But whenever it was announced, I just pretty well had a um, disinterest in it from the get go. Mm-hmm. What about you? I I'm pretty same from the get go. I think um, from the get go. I think from the get go, I also thought Toy Story three, while not my favorite Toy Story movie, is a right. is a movie that I enjoy. Um, and I thought that it had a great ending. I was like, this is a very good way to end the franchise. Um, and I was like, why would we do more? Why, like, what is there to do? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it also was like, Toy Story 3 was very well received. Like, so I was like, do they feel like they need to come up with a, a better ending Victor, or something? Victory lap, baby. I guess, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was just like appalled and kind of thought eventually they would drop it but they never did Um, i i i kind of thought the same thing that it was like just a romantic idea of like hey what if we do a fourth one you you like the third let's do a fourth how about that let's do a fork one um and then for a while they were talking about how it was going to be centered around (laughs) 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 that was an accident i'm fidgeting too much with the sound effect machine today um for a while, they kept talking about how it was going to be centered around like them looking for Bo Peep. And I was like, that's interesting, but I also don't understand why that would be a good direction to go in for a last right. movie in the franchise. Um, so I was like, still pretty much not on board until that first teaser that showed all the characters and then it shows Forky. I was like very intrigued. Um, I still was not sold on the movie but i was like okay this is an interesting idea like they could get into the um into the idea of like what makes a toy sentient which right they kind of well they don't get into it into the sense that they explain it but they kind of ask some of those questions and it's very interesting i really thought from that teaser that and from all the rumors that people were saying like oh the actors uh, were having such a hard time recording their dialogue because it was so emotional i thought this movie was going to end with either woody or buzz like getting dismembered and <laughs> losing their sin- oh, their Lord. toy sentience or something like that cuz i was like there was so much hype around like the emotional ending of this movie which right We'll get to that later, but I don't yeah, I did. I didn't think it would end with like a gory dismemberment, but I, I did think, think that like 
Yeah, I I did think that maybe it would end with like some kind of toy suicide. <laughs> I wasn't 100% sure. In, in reality, they could never do that and they would never do that. Um just because I, that, I don't know, man. Like Disney I, does some dark stuff with characters dying. Have you seen The Princess and the Frog? There's a beloved Firefly character and he just gets smacked out of the air and lays on the ground dead. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a fly, you know, and he it's is a, definitely it's a toy. <laughs> That's well, yes, definitely lower on the totem pole than a fly. But he's not as cherished as these toys are. So it would be traumatizing to some people to see Woody like, you know, swan dive off of a cliff and fall into, you know, the ocean or whatever. Who knows how he plans on going one day. I think uh, he, could he will. I think it'd be t- could be tasteful, but it, it would be tasteful, but it would also be traumatizing to some degree. Um, Not if done that, well. that obviously didn't happen, but um, and also you know about the princess and the frog, a character did literally get dragged to hell. But that's that, true. Uh, that happened too. That's a different story. That happens um, in several Disney movies, actually. <laughs> very okay. There's that one because I think Scrooge McDuck also gets dragged to hell when he's okay. uh, in like a, one of the Christmas Carol things. There's like an Probably. animated Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, and he definitely actually goes to hell like there's a like there's a coffin that he like falls into and it's like got fire yes. coming out of it it's awesome it's very yeah it's very cool very cool very good and cool. Um, but yes um we'll, we'll we'll talk about the emotional hype i guess um of this movie but first we want to kind of get to our first impressions of the film um i you, you did mention earlier that the when the teaser trailer came out it didn't necessarily sway your interest in one direction but it did pique your interest i can remember when the first it definitely swayed my interest like i was not i was not interested before and i was interested after after the okay i will i I would say what i was trying to say was not you know from disinterest to interest what i was saying was like complete disinterest to okay now i'm on board but um it doesn't sound like that happened right i guess not yeah but I, I can remember when the first full-length trailer came out, you sent it to me and said, very bad, or something like that. Did saying, I? Like, this is, yeah, when you sent me the full-length trailer and was like, this is going to suck. I d- um, that is not true. I would not have said that. Because the first full-length trailer I really remembered enjoying. I, I may have said something, something like... I may have said something like I'm not optimistic about this movie or something. That that may have been it. Maybe. You were, you You're were definitely. I feel like you used some strong language there. I don't think I said this is going to suck because I don't remember ever thinking that after being introduced to Forky himself. But Correct. The first trailer I remember thinking I don't really see the, what the direction is they're going in and not being mm-hmm. excited about the movie. And then they did a later trailer that I, I enjoyed. I liked much better. That that was the trailer when Forky kind of acknowledged his uh, so-called random sentience, right? When he's like, "Why am I alive?" I was like, "Why okay, am I alive?" I'm on yeah, board now. Like, okay, cool. Very, this is very good. But um, compared to the other Toy Story, the other Boy Story properties, mm-hmm. this this movie looked fantastic. The animation was so good in it. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's comparable to Toy Story three. I think there's a big gap between the qualities of animation between two and three right but yeah this is the best one best looking one for this, sure this was one of the best animated movies i've ever seen in in the sense of quality um it, it just looked so clean and 
the toys looked like toys. It was at the point. Have you ever heard of? I'm sure you have. Uh, the Uncanny Valley in animation. Yes. This it, I was. There were some images that I saw in the original trailer of like the cat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, the like, cat oh, looked really good. The cat looked like yeah. a cat. Yeah, but in the trailers, I was in like the background of like the fair. I was like, this feels like it could enter into the Uncanny Valley of being so close to being realistic that it's unsettling. But it never got to that point, thankfully. It was just incredibly skilled. Like, the the shine on Bo Peep and, like, whenever the light, whenever the sun hit, like, Woody's skin, or I don't want to say his skin, but, you know, his, his plastic. <laughs> That's the one thing he doesn't have. <laughs> he does not have skin. But, like, when the light hit his plastic and you could see, like, some imperfections in him, it was really good. I was mm. really impressed. Yeah, I need to see it again because I... I was more caught up with like story elements that I didn't even honestly pay that much attention to the animation. So I mm-hmm. need to see it again. But um it is crazy to look back at the first one and we'll do a whole episode on this, but like and just look at how far Pixar has come and at the time we were like, Whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> here's <laughs> this an is Oscar. Amazing. John Lasseter, here's an Academy Award for this movie that you made. Um, so he was given a special Oscar because of his achievement. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, whoa, <laughs> these these boys are 3D now. Amazing. These Amazing. boys don't look too bad. They're not paper boys. They're flesh boys. Yeah, people were so like awed and amazed by the original that if they saw this, their heads would explode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they had to introduce it to us slowly through the Very course of four slowly. movies. Yeah, they had the technology back then, yeah, they but they do. knew it was far too dangerous. Well, I mean, and I'm sure you've heard about this, but like Pixar at the time, they were like, we've cracked this sort of like computer-generated 3D animation thing, but it still kind of makes everyone look plastic. So they're like, let's just do a movie about plastic people. And that's why they did Is Toy that Story. true? Yeah, that's true. And so that's wow. why... That's like really why they decided to center their first feature film about around toys. Huh. And uh, that's why, like, when you see Andy and Sid, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. But when you see the toys, you're like, yeah, they look like real plastic people. But uh, Yeah, and, you know, the first, like, Pixar, the first couple Pixar movies did not have humanoid-centric right. characters. The next one was Bugs, because they're like, well, yeah, they kind of look like plastic people. And then, Yeah, Bugs are plastic. I guess Monsters, Inc. was next, right? So I don't. It would. That's a. That's a. No. Toy Story two jump. was next, and then Ma- Monsters Inc. So, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know Monsters Inc. was that old, honestly. Yeah, Monsters um, Inc. was pretty old. Um, and you can tell when you see like Boo that like she's not. She doesn't look quite right. as great as the the monster characters do, but still a long way from Andy and the first Toy Story movie. Yeah, Andy and, and Sid, which were disgusting, honestly. And then the version of Andy in Boy Story four is like crazy how it's not the same boy (laughs) i've seen i've seen andy and that is not him (laughs) that is not my andy that is not my andy but he looks good i guess this 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 boy story compared to the others probably had um the most people in it you know uh Uh, yeah that's probably true the people played a larger part in this like the like bonnie and her parents were pretty integral to uh, the entire story mm-hmm. and you know some pretty funny moments happened with Bonnie's parents and they looked really good 
So uh, can you imagine the meeting where they they pulled in the actress that was playing Bonnie and they're like, great news, Bonnie. Uh, We figured out how to animate humans to the point where we think we're going to be able to give you a dad in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, we just couldn't do it. We had to give him a mom and not really show her ever. Just kind of show her legs. But I think I think at this point we can we can afford to give you a dad. She was probably so happy. That's something that we will more than likely touch on in our boy story one episode about, you know, why Andy didn't have a dad and it was purely for practical reasons. So this may sound redundant. Yeah. Well also like, I think that kind of made him like, that's why his toys are so important to him. Cause like he, his right. mom's probably busy working to provide for her family and he like probably didn't have a lot of friends. So he plays with his toys all the time. So it makes right. like story sense too. story story sense. It definitely works, but it was mainly a practical reason. Yeah. 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 They're like <laughs> one less human. <laughs> we, we don't have yeah, to give him a dad. Do we No. <laughs> and we can, we can't, we cannot not talk about Molly in the original, his little sister. Yeah. It was a terrifying demon. <laughs> she, she looks like one of the animatronics from like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride before they oh, improved Lord. it and added like Jack Sparrow walking around and being like, Oh, give me some rum, you know, like yeah. before the movies. Right. Yeah. Um, very, very gross. No good. Very bad. No good. Very bad. But back to boy story four. Boy story four. So, um, the main, uh, we'll talk about the first impressions here. Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, we already, I, I don't know if you. Yeah, did this, I peaked. <laughs> I, I peaked. I saw your. I, let's I saw just your say. Let's thoughts. say our ratings out of ten on the count of three. Okay. One, two, three, eight. Eight. So. So. Uh, um. We we pretty well were right in line. I will say that this movie did exceed my expectations. I didn't have incredibly high hopes for it. Uh, to be completely honest. Yeah. But it 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 did it did not reach a certain point for me that Pixar movies typically do. Um, I, I am a sucker for Pixar movies. They typically will make me cry. Um, this one almost did at a certain point, which you told me. <laughs> yeah. It, you're like, I teared up at a point. That I was supposed sort to of almost cried at one point, and it is not the point in the movie where you're supposed to cry. And I, okay. Uh, I'm should I go ahead and say hear. that now? I might as well. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay. Yeah. Because I want to get into how, this movie affected me emotionally in general so that's a good lead into that but do you remember uh in our home alone episode when i told you the moment in that movie that made me cry um it was about when uh kevin was looking in on the family through the window right yes so i think i'm discovering something about myself (laughs) (laughs) that you're emotionally broken no i'm not emotionally broken it's like families and their kids those are the things that affect me emotionally because the moment that made me, I'm, I, I shouldn't say that I cried, but I definitely felt very emotional during this moment and almost started crying, uh, was when the, the random little girl that they give the doll, what's her name? The girl that's like not Gabby really Gabby. a bad guy. Yeah. Gab, Gab, Gabby, Gabby. Yeah. Gabby, Gabby. Double. Can we call her double gabs? Yo, Gabby, Gabby. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, gabs dub. dub. Double gabs. Um, when they give that, girl her double gabs doll and then she's lost and she finds the police lady and then they find her family it was when she runs to her family and gives her mom a hug oh that, man that moment like really got, got me you. for some reason and i was like this that's, is a character that was introduced 40 seconds ago <laughs> that's such a like that that moment is almost a throwaway moment because it's almost like a duh she found her family yeah you know 
but uh, interesting. The moment that it's family, made... kids missing their parents or being reunited with them. That is the thing that makes me cry. And that that makes sense for me because when I was a kid, like my worst fear was like getting lost from my parents or right. something like that. So yeah, um, I don't know. My, my moment happened shortly before your moment, um, which I guess it was the moment that was supposed to make supposed to make you cry a little bit, but not like the moment, you yeah. know, which we'll get to that the moment later. Um, was when they gave Gabby, Gabby, Gabby Dubs, Dub Gabby to that little girl, and she's like, "I'm, it's okay. We're gonna find somebody together." Like, yeah, Chandler, Chandler and I both like started tearing up at that point. That's a great moment. Um, it was. It was just like, I, I don't know. For me, I don't have like a deep psychological reason on why it affected me, mm-hmm. but um, I, I don't know. Just. Something about it was so sweet that it made me, you know, nearly tear up. I, I think that the the most the things that affect me the most emotionally in this movie were the new characters, which is it's yeah. not a criticism of the movie, but the big moment at the end, um I won't say that it didn't affect me. I think I just like knew it was gonna happen, so I was like, Yeah, yeah, cool. There there ends. were there was a lot from the very beginning that made it pretty obvious that that was gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say just the trailers, but there was like a Chekhov's gun slammed down on the table within the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Well it's and it was like we're gonna be back to pick this up later. And can, they definitely did. Can you say what that is? Because I'm curious what, what that was for you. It it was when and this is gonna completely you know, we'll obviously talk about it later. We'll circle back to it. Yeah. But when um, Bo Peep was getting taken away from the home, and she's like, "It's okay." Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll find another kid, or you will. We all have to leave our kids at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, the moment where I was absolutely certain that Woody was going to leave, um, was. When I, I don't know that it was an exact moment, but when it became clear to me that Forky's emotional arc was going to be finished within like 30 minutes into the movie, <laughs> I was like, okay, so there's th- he's not going to have the big moment at the end. It's going to be like Woody leaving or something. That, yeah, I think I like I definitely suspected that that could be a possible ending at the end, but um, at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, so like Woody has kind of like, like he helps Forky and he's like, Woody's the the guy that helps people all the time, but he's not Bonnie's favorite toy. Like, there's no reason for him to stay. That was when it was right. clear to me. And so, yeah, um, we'll we'll talk more about that moment later. But now uh, we do need to get to, you know, uh, instead of us just jumping around, we need to give some general context to right. the movie so you can understand what happens. So, uh, wait, hold on, hold on, Duke, are you are you ready? Is he? I was gonna do this too, so thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So Duke said that we could just hop on to the back, and uh, he would uh, give us a ride up to the sky. So now we shall hop on the back of Canada's greatest stuntman, uh, Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. And uh, sail off into the sky. So the general uh, ten thousand foot view of this movie is that uh, we're back with Bonnie. Uh, Bonnie. What does she have a last name? Uh, Bonnieson. Bonnieson. Bonnie Bonnieson. No, her last name is Andy. <laughs> Bonnie Andy. <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, so we're back with Bonnie, and um, she's you know playing with all of her toys, and it's made clear, uh, very clear from the get go that 
uh, Woody is no longer of interest to her. Uh, She has moved on to uh, different types of toys and different types of play patterns. Um, And then, you know, Woody uh, goes with her to preschool. He sneaks in her backpack because he thinks he needs to take care of her. And uh, he sees that she has created a new friend out of uh, a spork and pipe cleaners, uh, tongue depressors, and Google eyes and some clay. And He he gets uh, to watch this character be born. Yeah, he well, in a sense, he's kind of the father because he provides her with the material uh, from he? the garbage can. Yeah, he jumps in the garbage and throws it on the oh, table. Oh, that's right. And then she builds it. And um, little do we know that children pres- possess uh, the magical hands of God, and uh, a toy is born. So you could say uh, that tell Woody me something toy. <laughs> Woody is kind of. An absent father to Forky in the sense that he gives birth to him and then walks out of his life, <laughs> kind of like yeah, Andy's father. Wow, this movie may be deeper than we thought. <laughs> um, but, Tell me uh, something, toy. Are you happy with this Andy boy? That's that's um, we're yeah. boy with boy. Oh no, we didn't. We were on toy with boy. That's good. Toy with boy. Yeah, but um, uh, what he introduces them to uh, to. Uh, Forky, the other toys to Forky. He is the new creation who uh, does not understand what he is or why he is. He just understands that he is trash, and from <laughs> trash he came, trash he will go. It is uh, so funny watching him just keep running funny, to the trash can. Op- so, like, joyously run to lay in the garbage. <laughs> I uh, love Forky. Very, very funny. We are all Forky. We stand a Forky. Yeah. But um, they go on a road trip. The family goes on a road trip right before kindergarten, and Bonnie brings every last toy with her, apparently. Not just a few of them, every single toy. Uh, The whole entourage is there, including Forky. Forky uh, commits suicide, sort of, by jumping out the window. And uh, Woody uh, goes to rescue him and bring him back to the truck stop. Uh, I need to speed up a little bit in this because I'm just getting bogged down. Uh, Woody runs into Bo Peep. They, which they were separated earlier. Uh, Bo Peep is now freaking awesome, I yeah. guess, and is just kind of living her own life and is a quote-unquote lost toy. Um, and it's just really being pretty cool, uh, driving a skunk car. And uh, I love that it, skunk car. Love that skunk car. And uh, then Woody gets trapped, and Forky gets abducted by Gabby Gabby and her scary minions and uh, not real minions but scary minions because um gabby gabby is also ursula and she wants woody's voice and then she gets it that's true and uh yeah uh then well, she gets her own woody. voice powered by sure. woody's voice powered by woody's vocal cords i guess yeah. but uh woody uh eventually gets uh forky back to everyone uh the family is about to leave and then woody has a choice of either staying with um with uh, Bo Peep and uh, Kian Peel and just mm-hmm. kind of going and reuniting toys or like uniting toys with children. Honestly, just kind of hanging Bonnie. out. <laughs> or, yeah, just they don't really have them. any like set goal in mind. They're just like, we'll do well, whatever. They're kinda, yeah. They're, but they're also, I think their main mission is yeah. to kind of, you know, get toys to children um, because they, they had their opportunity at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of going back with Bonnie, he chooses to leave Buzz and the gang and uh, go go chill out with uh, 
Bo Peep and make babies, probably. Do you think they can do that? No, we're not going there. Yeah, they, so, they definitely can't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's. There's, there's the, a lot that happens in this movie. Honestly, there's a few there like. There really plot is. Um, it's a dense it's, movie. It's kind of hard to keep track of like who's where and what's going on and like. Uh, I don't know. It's it just... was kind of funny how uh, to give each character kind of their moment or like keep them on the sidelines. It was, they had like a literal sidelines where the toys just kind of stayed in the RV. And then when it was like their moment for mm-hmm. their little storyline or their story arc, they would leave the RV temporarily <laughs> and then either come back to it or leave. Um, I want to talk a little bit about on that note, just like, all the characters in this franchise and like their screen sure. time in this movie and like yeah. how much you felt they were done justice, if that makes sense. Because okay, I was just like, I was a little bummed by like the lack of some characters. Like sure. I think Mr. Potato Head says one line and it's like, okay. hey, look over there. <laughs> there, There's a practical reason. I'm that. sure there is. What is it? Uh, it's because Don Rickles died. Oh, okay. And, that's right. Uh, that's they, him. They didn't have any uh, audio from him. He died before they were able get to record audio. Get someone else to voice him. Like it's a they pretty. They can't do that. Yes, they, they absolutely can. It's not for the Don... same as like it, when it's a. They did that for Slinky Dog, and he's fine. Yeah, but he he, what they did with him originally, or you know, in in this go around was just find old unused audio and like. Oh, audio really? clips that yeah old unused audio from the past toy stories and then just like threw it in there to get him to actually be able to say something i thought that they just got a different actor i but you could imitate that voice i don't know man i was bummed I, by the lack of mr potato head mr potato head is a hilarious character he's great um and then okay let's talk about the i'm gonna look like a fool here i'm sure because I sure. truly cannot remember what happens with the little green aliens at the end of Toy Story three. I know that I they can't ran. remember either. <laughs> okay, so I, let's just where were they? No, well, let's just go ahead and say to everyone listening, you all probably know the answer because most of you probably rewatched Toy Story three somewhat recently. We haven't yet. Don't shame us, and please don't tweet us where that is. We will go on that journey together because I. I can't remember what happens with them and why they're not in this movie, but that also bummed me out. I'm sure there's a very good reason for it. I think they became president. <laughs> like, is that what happened? Maybe. Um, uh, yeah. So what other what other characters? You know, moving kind of along. Um, I think Ham and Ham and Rex were fine. Like they both have their fair share of little throwaway joke lines. Not uh, as much Ham as there has been. In the no, past. not as much Rex either. But like it's. When you keep adding new characters, I don't know, a lot have been taken away too, though. Um, right. I, I would have liked a little bit more of all of them, but it's also hard for me to complain because, honestly, I think I loved all of the new characters. Like they're, I, I agree. Um, I mean, and, and also, I think they did... I thought they did something... I won't say it was good. I won't say that it's bad, but I will say that it was different with um, Buzz Lightyear's character. Uh, he, Yeah, what do you mean? They dumbed him up a little bit. I'll say I think that. they did that in Toy Story three too, and that was one of my complaints with Toy Story three was he was just kind of a joke character, and that's yeah. how it is in, again in this one. He that, was a little more like noble in this than in the past in, in Toy Story three. I I can absolutely agree with you um, on that point with Toy Story yeah. three. His, his whole like inner monologue thing very funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was, you know, a really smart use of like, why do we have these things? 
connected to us mm-hmm. uh, these voice boxes but um it, w- it was just very strangely done he made it made him seem kind of buffoonish honestly yeah i don't necessarily feel like he was too dumb because like if you look at the first toy story movie it's all about him thinking that andy's room is outer space and he thinks he's a real space ranger like i think that kind of fits he's always been kind of dumb but yeah um, not at the point of like being a complete oaf you know yeah well i i feel like in toy story 3 and toy story 4 he's just kind of he's just kind of there he's not like i want more buzz i like buzz yeah, and and all well, the marketing material they always try to play it up like Toy Story or like Woody and Buzz are this like duo, but they really haven't been since like the first movie. Toy Story two, they were probably like, that was the closest. Kind of, of but uh, they're still the... separated for most of the movie, and that's not right. a complaint because Toy Story two is the best one in my opinion. But I I can I can agree to that having not watched it in a while. Yeah, I could change my uh, mind, but I don't think I will. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, the um, the new characters, as I mentioned, because like Toy Story two introduces like Jesse and Bullseye and Stinky Pete, and they're all fantastic. The new characters in Toy Story three, I remember not being particularly impressed by. Lotso um, is pretty good. I remember. I'm not a Lotso a fan. Film. I don't know, really? man. Yeah, but this one, I think, man, I just love them all. Forky, so funny. Forky is. The greatest. He's a just he's a good unyieldingly boy. cute, unyieldingly like kind and innocent. Mm-hmm. And he he was not as big of a role as I thought he would be. Yeah. Um. He, like you said, his story arc was done within like the first thirty minutes, where they were you know walking down that dark road together, and it's like, oh wait, this is why I'm alive. Type he, of when thing. he's like, he realizes, oh, I'm what trash is to me. That's what I am to Bonnie, and it's like from that point on, his crisis of existence is kind of dealt with, which is fine. I kind of thought that it would be more of him and Woody, the whole movie together. Mm -hmm. And like, he would have that arc over the course of the entire movie. And that's not really how it played out. Yeah. It was, it was thrown away pretty quickly and I can understand why not thrown uh, away, just like finished, finished. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I I can understand why, because that would be an incredibly self-contained movie of just Woody and just Forky and then throwing in some people every now and then, but mm-hmm. it makes sense on why they didn't do that. Um, probably the greatest character in this movie, though, uh, Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom, is, uh, I love him. I love him so much. I think by, I do like uh, him better than Forky. I, I, I do, too. Played Great. by America's new favorite actor, Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> by the time this, this episode comes out, we'll probably have found out he's racist or something. <laughs> but for yeah, now, so. we love Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he, he's not American though, so there's there's that. But um, true, he uh, yeah, Duke Kaboom, uh, amazing character, hilarious character. I love him. I wish he was in it more. I agree. But it's probably um, like the right amount. When it when there's a funny character that you wish they were in it more, that probably means they were in it just the right amount. Just you know? the right amount. He's enough to get his own uh, Disney short. Yes. Uh, so, which I would not subscribe to that, but if you <laughs> want to, that's your thing. Um, but there were there were also I did find it interesting some um, castings that were in this movie um, that uh, were just kind of thrown or they weren't throwaway characters but they were just little side characters like who? Uh, do you remember do you remember in the uh, when Woody was in Bonnie's closet and he was talking to those other toys like veteran toys and it's like I never got to play Hat Day or whatever oh yeah um, 
Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, they were played by Carol Burnett, Mel Brooks, Carl Reiner, and Betty White. Okay, well, so. do you know the significance of those characters and like who they were? No, I don't. So Pixar made a short before Toy Story that came out that was also about toys, um, and those were those toys from that short. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. So Interesting. you can watch the short. It's like the animation is pretty rough, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like their first first short or whatever. Probably not. But um, it's speaking of uh, speaking of shorts. This this version this movie was lacking. It did not have a short at the beginning. Yeah, I'm mad. I am too. Like truly, I, I, that makes me pretty mad. <laughs> I always look forward to the little little bitty shorts, little animated shorts that always win the Oscars at the beginning of this, and it did not have one. Well, I think that's probably because they're going to start putting a lot of those on Disney Plus. But like, I still want to uh, see them on a big dumb. screen, you know? Yeah, I thought that maybe it was done for like artistic integrity's sake because the first Toy Story did not have a short in front of it uh, when it played in theaters, and so I thought that they. I cannot uh, imagine that. That is why. Is <laughs> like, hey, this is our conclusion to the Toy Story saga, so we're ending it the way it began. Um, I'm. I was like, maybe. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. I don't know. But, uh, It's yeah. not because the movie was too long, because Incredibles 2, I think, was the longest Pixar movie, and they still had a short before that one. Yeah, and this was not the longest Toy Story. Toy Story 3, I believe, was three minutes longer mm. than this one. So, so no excuse. Sorry, I, I misspoke. Boy Story 3. Boy Story 3. Have we mm-hmm. been saying... What have we been saying this whole time? Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely been saying Boy Story. Okay, yeah, that's right. It's Can we command F it and see, like, how many times we've, we've said accidentally Boy. said something else other than Boy right, Story? exactly. I don't know what, like, there's something else we keep accidentally calling it, but it's definitely Boy Story, so. Yeah, it's definitely Boy Story. It's definitely Boy Story. Um, what did you think about Bo Peep? Uh, I liked her. I think she's cool in this movie. Very um, cool, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. Very, very cool. Very... She's kind of like uh, the main character in Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> if she was a toy. Uh, Fur- Furiosa, I think was her name. Maybe. Which is not a joke. I'm pretty sure her name was Furiosa. Is that true? Is that a true Let's fact? Let's look it up. Yep. Mad. You are right. Im- yes. Imper- Imperator Furiosa. That's uh, Charlize Theron's character. Yeah. Imperator Furiosa. Um, I'm not, not a big fan of that movie. It's a good-looking movie. I love that movie. It's a great-looking movie that is about some people driving a car to a place and then driving it back. <laughs> Max Rokotansky. Uh, what? That's awesome. Max Rokotansky is okay. Tom Hardy's character. Nice. Um, is he the titular Mad Max? He is the the Mad Max I wonder what in, he's this, mad about. in this movie. Probably because there's no water in this whole world. Remember mm. when that movie was like, I, I loved it personally. It was not like my favorite movie of the year. I certainly do not think it is a bad movie. I just think it's overrated. But oh, did, did, I, I'm I'm on board with that. But yeah. people were like, "Get this movie!" And it was nominated for Best Picture, and it won every technical Oscar possible. Which, which like it probably deserved most of the technical yeah. ones, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. I don't. I just don't care about any of the characters in that movie. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Well, there aren't characters. It's a car movie. This is our Boy Story Fork episode. No more. <laughs> No Mad, more Mad Max. No more Mad Max talk. I'm banning it. No more. We're done. No more. Well, um, yeah. Uh, back, back to, back to uh, the boy story. Back to the boys. 
Uh, yeah, Bo Peep is great. I like her skunk car. I like her little sidekick too. She's fun. Yeah. Who who voiced her little sidekick? I don't know. Let's find out. What was her name? Like, um, Giggle McDimples. Giggle McDimples. Ah. Ali Maki. I don't know her. Ali Maki. Let me. Who is this? Giggle McDimples. Ali Maki. This cast is actually pretty small compared to most animated movies. I will say that. Uh, small as in, like the number the, of people. Yeah, the amount. Yeah, the the number of people in this oh. movie. Because usually, like animated movies, will have like a hundred something characters in it. Yeah. But or listed characters, but this is, has a uh, forty two credits. You know what really grinds my gears? What? Why is Duke Kaboom spelled with a C instead of a K? I know, right? <laughs> I don't. I get saw that. that earlier. It's like that's not how you spell Kaboom. Yeah. Duke Saboom. <laughs> But it also also almost makes me like him more because like it makes no sense and I kind of like that. I know why, cause of Canada. So it should be Canada boom. Canada boom. Mm-hmm. The one of the jokes that made me like no one else in the theater laughed at this. I saw this with a packed house, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, but the no one else laughed at this. But whenever he like had his flashback, um, you know, to what was his kid's character is like. Jacques yeah, or something whatever. like in in uh, like French Canada or wherever it is. I I can't think of the the provinces. That I think are they listed. call it Francida. Yeah, but uh, whenever he was uh, unpacked and you know discovered by his kid on cr- quote unquote Christmas, he was like, "It was the best Boxing Day of my life." <laughs> and I like spit out my drink laughing about how funny that was. Yeah. Uh, he's the best. Duke Kaboom is great. You mentioned that your theater was packed, and I wanted to mention my theater going experience. You saw this yesterday, right? I did. I'm fresh. I'm hot off the presses with this one. I saw this uh, in a preview showing the Thursday it came out, so um, Thursday night a few days ago, and uh, I was almost the only one in a huge theater. I also saw it in really? 3D. Um, which is hmm. it? The time worked best for me, and I have AMC A list, so it all costs the same. But, um, all right. but I saw it in 3D. Uh, don't bother with 3D; it doesn't matter. It's it, yeah. 3D sucks. I mean, it's I just meant for this movie. 3D is good oh. for some movies, but um, yeah. this one's no reason to see this one in 3D. Yeah, just thought um, I'd try and save some people a couple dollars out there. One thing that I was this movie compared to the other boy stories, the jokes were very in your face. At a lot of times. Um, And when I say in your face, they were just very overt. Um, Do you remember the moment with uh, Ducky and Rabbit? Is that their names? Ducky and Rabbit. Ducky is one of them, and the other one is not Rabbit. Bunny. Is Is it Bunny? Yeah. Bunny, yeah. Yeah. Ducky and Bunny. Um, When they were talking about how to get the key um, from the old lady, that whole sequence was hilarious to me. Um, Yeah, that was good, and... Also very different from other boy story jokes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah. like those they never really do those like cutaway gags or like those like I don't know what you Family call Family Guy gags. I guess so. I don't know. That was a little the, weird to me. I didn't the the moment where like the old lady went home and she was just like living her life and she was asleep and then they rose up behind her. I that was really funny to me. It did not fit in a Toy Story movie. No, I, but um, I did not very, really like that. <laughs> I was like, "What? Why is this happening? This is not yeah. Boy Story com- comedy." But uh, whatever. Boy Story. The 
<laughs> that's me. Not my boy story. It's not my boy story. You know what the I thought the best joke in the movie was that I guffawed at. What? It was when, <laughs> when Woody's like, maybe by the merry-go-round, and Forky goes, oh. merry-go-round? What's that? He describes a merry-go-round, and Forky goes, oh, a carousel. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea that Forky was born two days ago, and he knows what a carousel is, but not a merry-go-round. That was a good the way, joke. The way he said it, it was almost... He was just like, yeah, duh, you mean a carousel, yeah. right? He was like, yes, a carousel. That was really funny. Uh, that might um, be the best joke in a Boy Story movie. I can I can agree with that. Um, and and also the whole like inner voice gag, that was pretty funny, uh, but also did not fit necessarily in the past Boy Story movies. Um, one thing that I, I – my movie-going experience, this was primarily kids because I went and saw it at a matinee. Um, cause I had other things to do in the evening. So, uh, Chandler and I went and saw it at a matinee showing. And, um, because it was a matinee showing that also meant that the theater was filled to the brim with children. And while I am a father, I am a father of a fur baby, um, and not a skin baby quite yet, hmm. but, um, I, I do like kids. Your dog I, does I, have skin though, right? No. Um, I do like kids. I have, uh, how many nieces do I have? I have four nieces and one nephew, and I love them all and would give my life for them, but I hate everyone else's children. Wow. Uh, I do not like other people's kids that much, um, especially if they're ill-behaved. Um, and I was super, like, ner- I don't want to say nervous, but I was hesitant seeing the movie at the time because I knew that there would be kids in there, um, and I was just going to be so annoyed that there would just be these moments where these dumb these dumb jokes would be thrown out just to make these even dumber kids laugh at the screen um but that didn't happen yeah i remember being a little concerned with the um the ducky and bunny um teaser trailers that they had Mm -hmm. i was like because they released the the forky teaser and the ducky and bunny teaser like at the same time and I was like intrigued by Forky, but the Ducky and Bunny thing, I was like, oh, these guys suck. <laughs> I hope they are not yeah. in the movie much. But yeah, they, they sure. are funnier in the movie than they were in the promotional material, yeah. I would say. I was afraid there would be moments where it was like somebody would pass gas on screen and then they'd show a character and just go, awkward. <laughs> and then, you, you know, that those type of jokes. Or like that... they're they're talking about Woody and then Woody comes up behind him and like, uh, he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm just glad that they didn't have those um, typical tropes that make kids. Uh, you used the word before, guffaw. Guffaw. I mean, that Pixar typically Jafar. doesn't do that, except for maybe in like Cars 2. But yeah, the the unspeakable ones. That um, blue sky animation type humor. Mm, yes, blue sky, illumination, minions, hate them. Mm. Uh, yeah, were um were the green stuff. aliens the original minions? Would you say? Ah, uh, they I would say so. Yes, but they did it better because yeah. they were used sparingly. Very true. And it's like oh. Pixar usually knows how to to like stay with that rule of using characters sparingly if they're funny characters, and then they are also the studio that made the movie Cars Two, which is about Mater becoming a spy. And then they also made the movie Finding Dory that I hated. Yeah, I also really don't like that movie. 
Um, there are there are a lot of people out there that were like, "That's a good movie," and I disagree. I mean, it was very well received, but I just I I I love the first Finding Nemo. Do not yeah, like Finding Dory. Um, Finding Nemo is fantastic, but Finding and it Dory... wasn't because it was centered around Dory, honestly, because I think that her character has an interesting arc in that movie. I just mm-hmm. didn't enjoy the movie. I didn't like that they were hopping around the zoo or wherever they were. I was like, not interested. Boring movie. Yeah. Didn't like it. Very boring. Stay in the ocean. Fish is about fish out of water. It's a fish out of water story. Literally, I don't want that. I want my fish to be in the water. So back to boy story. Um, the ending that uh yeah, yeah there was a lot of emotional hype to it where people were, it was just a talking point that people would say at parties where it was like did you know tim allen and tom hanks said that they uh cried a lot yeah uh, while they were recording audio and it that was that was just that was just circulating <laughs> i don't understand it why can't be true they would, yeah why did why you cry why you yeah. cry at this the the ending of toy story 3 was much more emotional to me like much much more um, yeah, I agree, and it was. I feel like it earned it a little more. Yeah, and I, I like this be- movie better than Toy Story Three, but agreed, agreed. I don't think it needs to have a big sappy ending. That's just kind of what we have come to expect from P- Pixar. Like, I actually, I'm going to talk about this moment, and it's going to sound like I don't like it because I'm going to talk about how it didn't really affect me emotionally. But I honestly sure. don't care. I still think this is a good movie. Um, but yeah, I will just say I didn't think that that ending was very powerful, <laughs> like no, emotionally. It, it wasn't. It wasn't very powerful. Um, and I guess maybe the reason why Tom Hanks and um, Tim Allen may have been crying was that they realized that this is the end of their journey with these characters and portraying these characters. Yeah, maybe. And maybe, and maybe that made them sad because I'm sure that the, while it was nine years before they were still told like, Hey, a fourth one may happen. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we, you know, we've tested this with audiences. It's being received. Well, a fourth one may happen. And they're like, awesome. Cool. But this was pretty well the cutoff. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, um, the, I feel like I should have been more sad about the Woody buzz separation, but because buzz was just kind of treated as a joke in this movie, like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't super duper feel that because I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wish there was more more, buzz in this. If there was more interaction between the two characters during the movie, maybe that would have carried some emotional cachet at the very end, but uh, it it didn't because, like you said, he was kind of presented as a joke and their relationship was not. uh, And think about it this way The, the original movie was released 24 years ago, okay? That's a long time ago. Um, and then the movie prior to this one was released nine years before. These characters, while they are loved, are not as cherished as maybe the movie thought that they were. Uh, so I feel like they almost, in a sense, needed to reintroduce the relationship that Buzz and Woody have with each other in order to earn that separation at the end. Yeah. Because it was so long. Yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't really feel it the way I felt like that. The, I didn't feel like that moment felt had the weight that it should have. But also, I kind of think, you know, maybe I should applaud Pixar for showing some restraint there because one sometimes one of the complaints I have about Pixar movies is they really just, like, milk the emotional 
weight of a scene when it's not always earned. Right. And like like the beginning of Up, I think, is an example of that. Which, yeah, that's emotionally manipulative. Yes, and I don't think this ending was man- emotionally manipulative, so I will give sure. them applause for that. Um, I, I will I'm say... I'm normally not saying to Pixar, I wish they'd give me more, but they really, <laughs> I kind of do wish they'd give me more there. Maybe that's a good the, thing. Even though, like we said... Um, the beginning of up is incredibly emotionally manipulative. It makes me boohoo like a baby yeah. anytime I see it. That's why I'm always like, people will sometimes like talk about how good a movie is and just say like, yeah, it made me cry. And I'm like, I like, there's a lot of movies that make me cry that I don't think are good movies. I don't think right. that really makes a movie good to be honest. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You said that you were nearly the only person in your theater during your viewing, mm-hmm. but the way that they present that the separation is going to happen, it visually it's incredibly literal because yeah. it's like Buzz on one side, Bo Peep on the other, Woody right in the middle. Uh, there's there's a time frame, uh, you know, pressing time on when he needs to make his decision, and um, Woody looks back at Buzz. Or Woody looks at Bo Peep and looks back at Buzz, and Buzz goes, she's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, you know, the dumber audiences are supposed to be led to think, oh, he's talking about um, Bo Peep. But then he goes, Bonnie. Bonnie's going to be okay. You said the dumber and, audiences, but, like, even though I totally knew where it was going, I definitely thought he was talking about Bo Peep. Really? I thought Woody would then have a moment after he left where he's like, no, I have to get back to her, and then there would be like another final like chase scene where they're trying to get <laughs> him way back minutes. to him. So yeah, we don't call to me turn dumb. Turn the car please. around. Uh, okay, you are dumb, but we we've established this. But yes. um, and maybe it was because I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just lucky in the sense that I kind yeah, of suspected that's how. Yeah, you are incredibly how... smart. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, that I'm just lucky in the sense that I uh, am blessed with knowledge. Um, but I I knew. I was like, oh, he's talking about um, talking. He, he's got to be talking about Bonnie, because and I only know that because of like we said earlier, the rumors that were swelling around of the potential separation. I was like, this is this has got to be when this is happening, mm-hmm. uh, just due to the time frame of this movie about how long it's going. This has to happen now, um, and when it happened, the audience like there was gasps in my audience. People were like, oh, really. <gasps> Yes, people were like, "Who was gasping. surprised by this ending?" I don't. <laughs> Who were the people that were surprised by this? I, I don't, don't know. Get it. I'll give you their names later, but yeah. people were like, "What? No!" Um, but I was like, "Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Cool." Um, I definitely thought I would see more backlash by this point about the ending. I thought I thought there'd be so many people. You know, similar to people who were like, The Last Jedi throws Luke's character in the trash. They don't do him justice. Like, I thought there were going to be people saying that this movie destroys Woody's character because he doesn't want to be with a kid anymore. But, like, I haven't seen that at all. No, I haven't either. It Which was is like, a good thing because yeah, I think it's a good sense. ending. Is this movie an allegory nope. for atheism? <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> He leaves God at the ending of this. Does he? <laughs> yes. Bonnie is his God, and he leaves God to go do his own journey. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think that's what No, the... it's not. But um, I just wanted to have a theory. Hey, I have a theory. It's not a theory. It's a connection I made. I think Woody is Captain America, especially Captain America okay. in Endgame, and here's why. Okay. 
Captain America is a good dude. He loves helping people. He loves bringing the team together, just like Woody does in this. And then at the end, he goes back to be with his love, leaves his friends, sort of. Um, even though he's, you know, he's just. I think that's old. a very fair comparison. I think they have very similar character arcs in this movie. I, that's yeah. It, it's more of a like, it's it's a selfless nobility that he kind of a selfless but selfish nobility that he kind of possesses through the movie. Woody or Buzz should have died. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like Iron Man. You're, we no. haven't done this type of segment in a while, but how would you? like to have seen that play out no let's talk this through okay no no we you've opened okay. up this pandora box yeah tell me how you think it would be appropriate to murder a toy on screen all right all right if we're gonna go here then i'll say what if buzz gave his life in trying to get woody back to bo peep somehow this okay. is bad this is wouldn't be no, good no no. no no i'm 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 here for that but you gotta get specific with it how right. would Buzz give his life? I want to see him get crushed. I want to see him. See, <laughs> I want to see him get caught in the gears of the Ferris wheel somehow, and just like his in, plastic parts uh, a fly. Movie that we reviewed earlier, <laughs> called The Brave Little Toaster. Oh my goodness! Don't remind me of that movie. A movie uh, where we do see toys and appliances get murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to see Buzz get absolutely dismembered by machinery. And he goes, no, it's because I'm a Republican <laughs> or something like that. The liberal media strikes again. <laughs> um, I think, uh, okay, so so in all seriousness, though, I sort of wish there had been more of a passing the torch from, but from Woody to Buzz, like him saying, Woody's like, I think my role in this group of people is over. Like, I want to move on and do something else. And then Buzz sort of takes up that torch is like, I'm going to be the leader of this group now. But yeah. and, and I think that is sort of implied of what's going to happen, but there's sort not enough between him and Jesse. I would say. Yeah, that's probably true. Which is good. Yeah, Jesse also deserves more screen time than she gets in this movie. But agreed. Also, like I kind of am into the idea that they're focusing on new characters too. So I'm not too mad about it. Yeah, I like Do this you think movie. That Let will... me be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that there will be like Disney Plus spinoffs of this? Oh yes. Absolutely, there will be new shorts and all sorts of things. Probably no, probably, so. probably not a Toy Story five though. But you know what? Hopefully not. Hey, uh, Boy Story five. Boy Story five. Excuse me. Um, do you have a a thought for like, uh, okay, Hell Freezes over, and they're like, you know what, we're doing Toy Story five. Do you have a thought for what you would hope it would be about? Because I totally do. Um, tell me yours, and then maybe in the meantime, I can generate something. Um, actually mine is more vague than it should okay. be probably, but I will just say, I would hope that Woody would just not be in it and it would just be like, Woody's story is complete. And then it's, it's just about Buzz and Jesse, like a love story between Buzz and Jesse, kind of like how we get Woody and Bo Peep in this one, like just uh -huh. focus on those characters. Cause the last two movies, they haven't really had much to do and like, just make it a, a Buzz and Jesse movie. I would be into that. Okay. I got it. Okay. Um, I, I am on board with the Buzz and Jesse movie. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have to, like, there's not a lot of people in it, but the main villain is, like, an animal of some kind. Um, but the animal's being controlled by another toy. Um, what? You know, like, yeah. Like, in the sense of, like, it's a, he's the master, you know? And then mm -hmm. they have to defeat the animal and also, like, 
uh, you know, do something with the toy, like remove its batteries. And then at the end of the movie, um, you know, Buzz and Jesse are talking to like this Oracle type toy. And then you see Woody's, uh, she's like, they're like, we need to do something. And she's like, you need a guide. And then you see Woody's, <laughs> Woody's <laughs> is walking down the stairs. <laughs> yes. And then he eats an apple. And it drips <laughs> down his chin in a gross way. And he's got a monkey yeah. on his shoulder. He's got it's McGiggles on his shoulder or whatever her name is. <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah, that would be great. Did you <laughs> think that's where I was going? Yeah, uh, yeah, I figured it out pretty early on. Okay, I'm glad you didn't uh, interrupt me. No, I wanted to let you finish that journey. Okay, thank you for that. I don't have a realistic no, that's um, fine. You know, pitch for it. But. Like, I don't want there to be a Toy Story 5, but I also still very much think Buzz and Jesse deserve more, and if they did announce it and say it's going to be about Buzz and Jesse, I would be happy. I would be a happy boy. I would be fine if that was like a Disney Plus streaming series, you know? No, I don't want that because I'm not going to watch a freaking series. <laughs> I go to the movie theater and watch movies. I don't want it on Disney Plus. Keep it off of there. What if it was a short before the next Pixar movie? Um, That would be better than it just being on Disney Plus, but I want a full movie, baby. What if it was on Hulu? That would be awful. Well, then they could like say cusses and stuff. Yeah, Buzz, <laughs> Buzz comes home from the office. Where have you been all day? <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be like. Yeah, that's all the, and then that's the end of it, right? Yes. Um. Yeah, but it sounds like Pixar's not doing sequels for a while, which is good. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, she- do you have any more thoughts about this film? I don't think so. I think we should go ahead and put it through the gauntlet of our three questions. Sure. Is this movie good for kids? Yes. Yes. Cha-ching. It is good for kids. Uh, Is this good for adults? Yes. Yes. Does it feel like a faithful Toy Story sequel? I think so. Yeah. I'm a little more hesitant on that one. Why? I, I would... I mean, more the other ones, it was like, yes, easy to think about. But uh, with this, it was like, eh, this kind of gives me pause. But um, yeah, I would say yes, it is. That's fair. Um, so uh, but... we, we send this movie up to our raptors. and up to uh, the raptors. <laughs> some food for our raptors. I hope they enjoy those, it. Those clever girls. Those clever take girls. This, enjoy our this. food. Um, we, we did it. We made it through Toy Story 4. Now Not what? We did what? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I don't know where that keeps coming from. Boy Story Four, thank you. Fork, boys, yep. the Boy Story Fork. Um, yep. Hey, made it through Boy Story. We've already mentioned this, but we are going to do an episode on each of the Lion King movies, not the sequels, <laughs> at least not yet. <laughs> but uh, the Lion King will be our next episode, the original one, made the year I was born. Oh uh, yeah, what was that? Nineteen ninety three. No, ninety four. Yeah, made um, the year I was born as well. Awesome. Um, and then we'll do the 2019 version, which comes out pretty soon, and we will see it in the theaters, and we will talk about it on our show with a special guest that uh, we're not going to say who it is yet, but he's been on our show before. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I will. I want to. I want to ask you this. Um, some audio has run around 
uh, audio and vi- video clips of the Lion King 2019 mm-hmm. of um, Donald Glover and Beyonce singing Beyonce. Can't Feel the Love Tonight. Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> it's okay, Beyonce. I think you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a deep cut Froggy Fresh reference. <laughs> um, I have a friend that went and saw him live. Oh, I would kill for that. He performed at track twenty nine in Chess. Are you serious? That was yeah. that would be incredible. I would love Wouldn't that. It? Um but uh, some audio came around of the two of them uh singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Um What do you think of that? Have you heard it? Yeah, I liked it. I think yeah. uh they're good singers. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cool. Glad we're <laughs> did you think I was going to be like, no, I hate it. What I did just, What did you think? No, I thought it was really good. They're yeah. both very talented singers. Yeah, they're obviously. great. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I've addressed that I have issues with some of the things in this movie, but they're all mostly visual, and I think the cast is incredible, and I'm excited. Yeah. I'm honestly excited to see the movie. I don't think yeah. it will be my favorite movie of all time but i'll probably like it more i think so many people that like think i'm gonna hate this movie are gonna be shocked when i'm like give it four stars on letterbox <laughs> all right you've heard it here folks no, he's going to give it four stars i don't know if that's true or not i really don't know but um it is still the lion king and it's gonna have some killer songs and a great cast and i'm gonna have a fun time with it um i am working on a rap song and i need some okay. help so <laughs> i'm working on a rap song and I have this line that this ends. is a very unexpected turn. No, listen, <laughs> I have a this rap song, and I have a line that ends in "hug me," and I'm trying to figure out what rhymes with with "hug me." Jesus Christ! <laughs> Could you help me out? Uh, yeah. What rhymes with "hug me"? Plug me. Plug so me. Let's plug, let's plug our social media really quick. Uh, we are on Twitter at purely nostalgia. We are on Instagram at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, I am on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith, and it's the same for a Letterboxd. And I am also on Twitter and Letterboxd, same URL at Clint JH Page. It's not URL, it's handle. Uh, Clint JH Page, <laughs> the JH stands for Jazz Hands. Jazz Hands. Uh, have you watched any, reviewed any movies recently on Letterboxd? Uh, yeah, I, wa- I watched a bunch of movies the last few days. You have um, like three hundred reviews. Yeah, um, I did. I saw Men in Black, um, which I liked a lot more than a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. Um, and then I saw Toy Story Four, which I'm not sure what that is. I'm looking at it now, and it says Toy Story Four. Was oh, that an accident? it says Toy Story. I think they're talking about Boy Story Fork. Oh, maybe. Okay. Um, so yeah, quick, uh, quick shout out to our friends over at Best Picture and uh, some like Scott. You just you said it singular again. I did not. All I right. said best pictures. <laughs> okay, best picture and sums like it Scott. Yeah, sums like it Scotts. So yeah, um, yeah, that's it. I guess. That's a good close. I, that's good. I guess that'll do, Donkey. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see uh, you soon. And Skinnath for listening. <laughs> Of
she had my sister. Her full first name was Richard Carnes. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. No spaces, no hyphens, just Richard Carnes. Okay. Was she? What, did she like being in the Airbud movies? I don't know what you're getting at with this. This is my mo- my mother's pre-birth name. Um, you, you kind of lost me, but sure, I guess Richard Richard Carnes. Richard R- Carnes. R- Richard Carn was in the Airbud movies. Yeah, I know that, but Richard Carnes was. Oh, my mother okay, so it's different. Two totally different people. I'm. I'm okay. assuming this is a goof that you're trying to play out right now. Well, I thought that when you said Richard Carnes, you meant to say Richard Carn. More implying no, that she I know, was him. I know what I, know what I, but I, know what I said. But you were not making a mistake. Right, correct. Okay. I see that now, and I the egg is on my face. <laughs>